0: Hey guys, welcome to the Fantasy NBA Show. My name's Elliot. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy NBA Stats. On today's episode, we'll have some final preseason news, including Zion's injury. We'll also talk about 15 players to put on your watch list before the season tips off. All right, let's get stuck in. All right, guys, let's get straight into it. First up, we'll go through some news items that dropped over the weekend. Obviously, the big news was Zion's injury. Woj dropped a tweet saying, a severe injury has been ruled out for Zion Williamson's right knee, but he's expected to miss a period of weeks to start the regular season. Pels are clearly treating the injury with an abundance of caution, but there's no shortage of confidence on a full recovery. So, yeah, it's pretty vague, pretty cryptic tweet there. Um... A period of weeks not sure how to quite interpret that but yeah he's going to be out for the uh, opening portion of the season it looks like uh, also them saying that there's abundance of caution but there's no shortage of confidence on a full recovery yes yeah, so it's them admitting that it's pretty serious uh, it's not just uh, knee soreness that they first came out with when they said he was going to miss the new york game uh, with the yeah, knee soreness so yeah naturally people are going to fire in questions about who to pick up uh, Alvin Gentry, before that New York game, said the lineup that you see tonight will most likely be the lineup he'll use on opening night. Uh, but Favors was a late scratch in that game, and they inserted Jalil Okafor into the starting lineup. I uh, see that just as a placeholder for Favors. He was dealing with a hamstring strain, so I think they're just getting extra rest before the season starts. So that lineup was Lonzo, uh, Drew, uh, JJ Reddick got inserted into the starting lineup. Ingram got pushed across to the four, and Jalil started at centre. But yeah, opening night, that will be Favors. Ingram played pretty well there. He hit two threes on the night. Uh, the lineup, yeah, looks pretty good together. Uh, added more shooting, of course, with JJ Reddick coming in. But then with favours at centre and uh, when Zion was playing power forward, it looked pretty, uh, pretty like a clunky fit there with the two bigs that don't really shoot threes. So now it will be Favors in the center with uh, Brandon Ingram next to him who can space the floor a bit. Uh, they got JJ Reddick can shoot. Uh, Lonzo, his new improved jumper, can maybe hit threes. And then Drew's a pretty good uh, three-point shooter as well. So the fit's not too bad. It's looking a little bit better than it was. I was a bit worried for Favors. So with this uh, Zion injury, I think Favors gets a little bump um, while Zion is out. Nikola Melli probably gets a few more minutes. Kenrick Williams gets a few more minutes, and then because everyone's moving down a spot, I think uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker will get more minutes. So they lose one guy out of the rotation. So just a few more minutes to get spread around across everyone else. Right, over to the next bit of news. It was the Buddy Hill contract situation. Uh, I got pretty wild over the weekend. Uh, some information started to get leaked about Buddy Hill being unhappy about not receiving an extension yet, with the deadline looming on Monday. But then we started to see videos come out and like interviews with Buddy Hill being pretty candid about the whole situation. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't even know things to get done. If it don't get done, then after that, me and my team gonna look somewhere else, and look uh, for probably another home. But until then, we see if they really serious us. have me here. That's, that's the goal. To be here. And you know, I love Sacramento, but if they don't want me here. I don't feel that I'm the part of the core. You know, I like respect and loyalty, and I feel like I'm. Part of the group that's for me getting the team back where it needs to be. So, and like I said, I want to be here, and uh, they don't want me here. find me to be else. Uh, the Kings reportedly offered him a four-year, $90 million extension, but healed is looking for something in the $110 million range. Uh, I think the yeah the deal will definitely get done, but uh, it makes the uh, Harrison Barnes signing uh yeah even worse now. Uh, I think they definitely would regret that because they have uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic, they got to extend still, and then in the next few years, they've got to think about uh, Darren Fox's extension and then Marvin Bagley's extension. So reportedly, earlier in the week, uh, the Kings offered Bogdan Bogdanovic a four-year $51 million contract extension. Uh, he's yet to sign it. I, I think he reckons he can get more in the summer if he waits to become a free agent, which I tend to agree with. Because uh, if he was on a lot of other teams, he would be the starting shooting guard or starting small forward. It's just a, a double up there with, um, with Buddy Hield. So it's going to be interesting where they decide to put the money for Hield and, and Bogdanovich. I wouldn't be surprised if one of these guys is traded by the end of the year. Still with contract negotiations, a report came out over the weekend uh, from Sam Amick of The Athletic. The Pacers have engaged in active trade talks with several teams this week about Demantus Sabonis. Uh, Reportedly, the Pacers and Sabonis' camp are far apart in their valuation of what his contract extension should be. Um, Demandis Sabonis came second last year in the Sixth Man of the Year Award, making a strong case to be a starter because he only played 25 minutes a game last season. So uh, the Pacers end up doing that. Uh, But the fit to me is is still pretty clunky in preseason. It's uh, Demandis Sabonis next to Miles Turner. So from the Pacers' point of view, I think, yeah, it just doesn't make sense for them to invest big amounts of money into uh, Miles Turner and DeMontis Sabonis when both of them essentially should be playing the same position. So this thing could get moving pretty quick, I think, if they don't end up coming to an agreement by Monday's uh, deadline. Uh, Sabonis could be on his way. But yeah, I don't like to speculate too much, but that's just from the reporting that I've been reading. It seems like something could be happening real soon. For fantasy, if something does end up going down in the next couple of days, uh, I think that means TJ Warren will be moved to power forward. Um, TJ Leaf will get a little boost. Uh, Gogo Bedazze could be the guy to benefit the most, could see additional minutes as a backup center. I don't think he could play power forward next to Miles Turner. It would just be them repeating the same thing over again. But yeah, it all depends on who comes in for Sabonis as well. So don't jump the gun on any pickups at the moment. Um it's all just reports, so we'll have to wait and see what happens after Monday's deadline. All right, over to the Chicago Bulls rotation. It looks like it's been set by Jim Boylan. It's reportedly going to look like Sadoransky at point guard, Levine at shooting guard, Otto Porter at small forward, Larry Markinen at power forward, and Wendell Carter Jr. at center. And the second unit, Chris Dunn, uh, Kobe White next to him, playing essentially as a shooting guard. Because yeah, if you're going to draft uh, Kobe White or you're picking Kobe White up, just try and view him like a shooting guard. Because yeah, he gets absolutely no assists. Uh, he just puts—he's a volume scorer, chucks up a lot of shots. So if you're viewing him as a shooting guard, I think he could be all right to to pick up. But um, just watch out for his percentages. But yeah, he's, he has been filling it up uh, as of late. Uh, Archie Diakono as well in the second unit. Uh, Thad Young and Luke Connette as center. Uh, I spoke about this on a previous podcast about the Bulls uh, being really shallow on the wings. So it looks like they're doing uh, some makeshift uh, three-point guard lineups with Kobe White as a shooting guard. Actually, Diakono is going to play the small for- backup small forward because uh, Chandler Hutchinson is out and Denzel Valentine has been absolutely putrid in the preseason. All right, now over to the second part of the episode. I'm going to go through 15 players that I think you should put on your watch list heading into the season. Uh, these are guys that are under 20% rostered over on Yahoo. Um, the first guy is Alfred Payton at 17% rostered. Uh, the point guard battle in New York, it's going to be a pretty frustrating thing uh, with Neil Akina, Alfred Payton and Dennis Smith Jr. and David Fisdale at the helm in preseason. There's been no set plan for those three guards. Uh, At times, some of them just not even playing in the game at all. Sometimes playing 15 minutes. Next game, they're playing 28 minutes. So it's going to be pretty frustrating to own any of those guards. But if I had to pick one of those, I think I would pick uh, Alfred Payton to take the punt on. We've seen in the past, if he gets a sizable chunk of minutes, he's a low-end triple-double threat guy. Uh, But his percentages are poor. But yeah, he gets good rebounds, good assists, good steals. But just his percentages and the fact that David Fisdale is his coach could be pretty frustrating. The next guy is Matisse Thybulle at 15% rostered, uh, slowly becoming one of my favorite players just to watch, just for his defense. He's got a good chance at being the first man off the bench into the uh, in the rotation uh, in preseason. He's been averaging 0.8 threes, uh, 2.6 steals, 1.4 blocks in just 19 minutes. So yeah, usually a guy under 20 minutes, I would say stay away from. But yeah, if you need steals and blocks, uh, Matisse Thybulle can get it done in 19 minutes. Next guy on this list is PJ Washington at 13% rostered over on Yahoo. Uh, I think he's going to be the starting small forward slash power forward slash backup center. Uh, He's pretty versatile and I think James Borrego has no option but to start this guy. In preseason, he's averaged 12.2 points, 1 steal, 1.8 assists, 5 rebounds, uh, 1.6 threes in just 25 minutes per game. Lock him in to get a role in the 20s. I know there's talk of Nick Batum coming back, uh, but I still think PJ Washington will have a sizable role on this team and it will only get larger as the season goes on. Slash their record gets worse and they start to tank even more. Uh, So yeah, PJ Washington is definitely on the radar for this season. Uh, It's crazy to think, yeah, James Breger was talking about him earlier in the preseason and after Summer League that he thought PJ Washington was going to spend a lot of his time in their G League team. But yeah, now he could be one of their starters. Next guy on this list is Norman Powell at 13% rostered. Uh, He could be the starting shooting guard on opening night. Regardless, I think he's going to have a, a pretty big role on this team. He's an absolute microwave scorer. In the three preseason games that he's played, he had 14 points, 22 points, 11 points in just 20 minutes. Uh, So yeah, he's a little bit Dwayne Bacon-y. He's only averaging 1.3 assists, 2.3 rebounds, 0.3 steals, but he's averaging 15.7 points and three threes per game at 69% shooting. So uh, yeah, obviously that's not going to sustain um, throughout the season, but yeah, he is a good shooter, he is a good scorer, but you're not going to get much else from Norman Powell. Next guy on the list is Malik Monk at 9% rostered. Uh, he had that one bright game when uh, Terry Rozier sat out and he had 7 assists, but other than that, he had yeah 1 assist, 0 assist, 1 assist. Um, he's averaging 9.5 points, 2.2 assists, 1 steal, 2 rebounds in just 16 minutes of action per game. I think he's on the outs with James Borrego because, yeah, Malik Monk's an absolute zero on defense. Um, yeah, James Borrego likes to place a lot of emphasis on, on his uh, defense. So defense earns in minutes. Malik Monk is terrible on the defensive end, so I just don't see him being able to earn the trust of James Borrego this season. But we've seen in the past Malik Monk has a pretty good fantasy game, and if this team is serious about tanking, they should seriously think about playing Malik Monk more, uh, just to rack up those L's. So yeah, he's just one to keep an eye on if he uh, does end up uh, earning a sizable chunk of minutes, but yeah, at the moment, just one to monitor. Next guy on the list is Luke Kennard from the Detroit Pistons. He's 9% rostered on Yahoo!, um, he's going to be coming off the bench, probably the sixth man. Uh, in just 22 minutes in preseason, he's averaging 11.5 points, 3.8 rebounds, 2.2 threes at 47%. So yeah, another guy that's a pretty much just a scorer off the bench, can hit your threes. Uh, last season, he showed his uh, playmaking ability a bit, but in preseason, he's only averaging 1.5 assists per game. Nothing really jumps out at you from Luke Kennard at the moment. Uh, one thing to note is that the Detroit Pistons play on day two and day three of the season, so he could be a good streaming option after day one. All right, next guy on the list is Troy Brown Jr. He's only rostered in 6% of leagues on Yahoo!. Uh, he's been injured in preseason, season so he's, he had a little bit of hype um, in the off-season, but yeah, of course, the injury and him not playing in preseason season he's gone a bit unnoticed. Uh, one thing to note is that, yeah, he's only 20 years old. He was the 15th pick in the 2018 draft uh, for the Wizards, so yeah, like them with like the Hornets as well, if they start to tank, you could see Troy Brown Jr. being a starter at small forward. Uh, at the moment, they're only starting Isaac Bonger. So there is room for Troy Brown to get uh, quite a lot of minutes on this team. In the last 20 games of last season, uh, he saw 24.6 minutes, uh, 8.2 points, uh, 0.6 steals, 2.4 assists, 4.9 rebounds, uh, hitting 1-3 a game at 35%. So there's remnants of something there, just a name to keep in the back of your mind if the Wizards or when the Wizards go into full tank mode. Next guy on the list is Jordan Bell, he's only 3% rostered, uh, he's dealing with that hamstring strain throughout pre-season, he's played a handful of minutes in 2 preseason games but yeah, nothing much from Jordan Bell yet. But one thing that stuck in my mind from pre-season and off-season is Carl anthony Towns talking him up a lot, saying that they'll play alongside each other and they complement each other. And Ryan Saunders also talking up Jordan Bell's abilities. Uh, Bell reportedly had interest in the off-season from Houston, uh, Utah, uh, OKC when they still had Westbrook. So three contending teams, but he decided to go to the Timberwolves because he was reportedly uh, promised a larger role. So that's, yeah, that thing is stuck in the back of my mind. Um, I think he's going to have a shot as the backup power forward behind Rob Covington and backup center behind Carl anthony Towns. Uh, I think he's better than Noah Vonley. Um So I think it just has a lot to do with his hamstring strain that's hampering him in preseason. So because if he carves out a 20-minute role, we know Jordan Bell is a good per-minute guy that gets steals, gets blocks, gets rebounds. So, yeah, he's just one to put in your watch list, and as he gets over that hamstring strain, hopefully we'll see what his new role is on his new team. Next guy is Rashawn Holmes, sort of in the same vein as Jordan Bell, I guess. Uh, Really good per minute guy. In just 19.7 minutes in preseason, he's putting up 8.5 points, 5.2 rebounds, 1 block, 1 steal. Uh, yeah we've probably all had him on our team at some point in over the years as a streamer either in Phoenix or when he was in Philly just a permanent beast.' Uh, everyone's, everyone loves him uh, we're just all crying out for him to get a huge role because you'll know he'd be an absolute monster for fantasy. One thing that bodes well for Sean Holmes is that coach Luke Walton we know he likes to limit his centers to lower minutes because just the pace that they play out, the big fellas out there struggle for pace so um, if they end up doing a timeshare 24-24 uh, him and Dedman, uh Rashawn Holmes will definitely be one to pick up and if you've watched any of the Sacramento Kings in preseason you've seen him and Bogdanovich developing a pretty good chemistry in the second unit uh, they're running the pick and roll quite a bit and a lot of uh, Bogdan's increased assists are coming from um Rashawn Holmes, uh, pick and rolls and lobs, things like that. So, uh, yeah, Rashawn Holmes definitely keep him on your radar. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about Holmesy. Next guy is Goga Badate, uh 3% rostered. The rookie from the Indiana Pacers. Like I said earlier in the show, all the speculation about Sabonis getting traded. Uh, it only yeah, it only increases the intrigue around Goga. We've only seen him play in one preseason game so far this season. We didn't get to see him in summer league cuz he had some visa issues. But yeah, in that one preseason game, in 24 minutes, he had 14 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, one block, two threes. So, yeah, pretty versatile for a big man. Hits threes, he can block shots, grabs rebounds. Um Yeah, Goga, he's pretty intriguing. And even if something doesn't happen with that Sabonis trade, Goga's going to be the backup center. They don't have too many big uh, big men on this team. It's pretty much, yeah, Miles Turner, Sabonis, and uh, Goga that can play center. Next guy on the list is Mario Hazonia at 2% rostered. He's quietly put up a pretty good preseason. Uh, in 22.4 minutes, he had 10.8 points, 4.4, uh, 4.8 rebounds, uh, one three a game. But it's the 3.6 assists in just 22 minutes from a small forward slash power forward slash shooting guard that get you uh, pretty excited. Um, He's said in the offseason he's been working on his playmaking ability. He says uh, playing alongside Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum this year, those guys can expect to eat. Um, So, yeah, Hozonia should definitely be on your radar, especially with the Portland power forward situation lacking in talent with just uh, Anthony Tolliver coming off the bench behind Zach Collins. Zach Collins is probably more naturally a center So yeah, Hazonia, backup power forward, Uh, he can play small forward, he can play shooting guy, he's quite versatile. So if you're in need of uh, sneaky assists, Hazonia is one guy to definitely put on your watch list. Another guy that's a good source of sneaky assists is DeAndre Bembry from the Atlanta Hawks, just 2% rostered. Uh, I know in preseason Kevin Hurd hasn't featured it at all. That could be why DeAndre Bembry is seeing the increase in playing time. He played 24 minutes per game, 9.2 points, uh, 5.8 rebounds, a handy 2.8 assists. But his steals is what really gets you going, is the two steals per game. Um, yeah, good uh, late steals guy. Uh, he doesn't hit threes though. But DeAndre Bembry looks like he was running the second unit um, as the uh, ball handler, him and Evan Turner. So, yeah, there's a little role there for DeAndre Bembry to carve out some assists and some steals in the second unit. Next guy is Darius Baisley from Oklahoma. He's only 1% rostered. It's a bit of an unknown being a rookie. But, yeah, if they ended up blowing up uh, OKC, uh, trading away like Gallo, um Schroeder, Chris Paul, uh, Steve Adams, and going full into a youth movement. Darius Baisley, as their uh, number one pick this year, could see a massive role. I uh, have like what I've seen of him in preseason, actually. In 24.5 minutes, put up 8 points, uh, 1 steal per game, 2.5 assists, 6.2 rebounds, 1-3 a game. So yeah, Darius Baisley, the former New Balance intern. Uh, one guy to put on your watch list, but I'm thinking for him uh, more of a second half of the year guy, post-All-Star break kind of guy. Next guy on the list is Nicole Melli at 1% rostered on Yahoo. Uh, just because of the Zion injury, um, the increased uh, unknown about the Pelicans roster and uh, rotations now. Uh, he's been seeing a sizable chunk of minutes already in preseason with Zion healthy. He was actually yeah, a good fit next to Zion. Uh, He's a stretch big, but in 24.5 minutes in preseason, he averaged 8 points, 1 steal a game, 2.5 assists, 6.2 rebounds, and 1-3 a game. The Pelicans also play on opening night, so you could use him as a streaming option and then just see what happens in that game. And the last guy rounding out the 15 players on this list is Jalen Brunson at 1% rostered. Uh, he's going to be playing that uh, J.J. Berrea role. He's just a clone of J.J. essentially. Uh, Rick Carlisle Lux, yeah, using all the same plays that he used for J.J. Bray in the past. Just a small guard that comes on as a microwave scorer and just racks up assists. So in just 14 minutes, uh, 14.5 minutes in preseason, he averaged 9.8 points, 4.8 assists, 2.2 rebounds, uh, 0.5 threes. But yeah, it's those 4.8 assists in just 14.5 minutes that really opens your eyes. Uh, If your matchup's coming down to the wire and you're lacking some assists, I think Jalen Brunson is the first guy you want to look at on your waiver for those assists. All right, guys, that's it for today's show. Uh, This is the last episode before we have some actual NBA to talk about. Uh, That tips off with Toronto versus Pelicans. Pelicans. Uh, A bit of a downer that we're not going to have Zion in the opener, but yeah, it's going to be the Toronto Raptors ring ceremony, so that should be pretty cool. And then later, after that game, it's going to be the Los Angeles Derby, uh, Clippers versus Lakers. Pretty excited for that one as well. I'll be back with another episode on Thursday, uh, reviewing all the games from the first two days, a little midweek heat check on rotations, some players popping off, uh, who to uh, pick up on your waiver. Uh, The first few weeks are pretty crucial for for the waiver. You can unlock some gems, maybe the next Pascal Siakam, if there is one this season. Uh, Until then, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FantasyNBAStats. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star rating and review. Uh, Until the next episode, we'll have actual NBA to talk about. What it do, baby!